Hey, fancy listeners, keep them pinkies up high as you tune in to the Real Stasis Podcast, episode three, the best podcast in the world, in the universe, yeah. in the multiverse, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter to us because we have something new for you every single time. <laughs> That's right. Yo, what up? I'm Lucas Turner. You can follow me on Instagram at Lucas C. Turner. We got Z. Will. Yo, follow me on Instagram at Z underscore Will. And if you want to follow what we're doing with the podcast, you can go to at The Real Stasis. And that's what's up. Uh, what's up, man? How you been, bro? I've uh, been pretty good. I've been very fucking busy. And uh, that is something that, I mean, I always say that, you know, I'm always like, I've been so busy, but it never changes. Like, I'm always fucking busy. Hey, it's better to be busy than it is to not be, you know? If you're not busy, you're just lazy and you ain't doing shit with your life. Is that true, right? though? Isn't it nice to just be lazy and not do shit with your life? It is for maybe like a few days and then you kind of feel like shit. Well, that's what weekends are for. You just, you know, you take a couple days off, but then you got to get back to fucking being busy again. This is how it is. Got to switch it up. Speaking of being busy, how's Level Head Audio going? Level Head Audio. So before it was called Level Ahead Podcasting, and I changed it to Level Head Audio because here's the truth. I'm like an audio person. I know a lot about audio, oh, yeah. live audio, audio editing, audio for live Facebook streams and all that kind of stuff. And so I just wanted something that was more general, you know? And I also like right. the idea of level head because people have always said to me, like, you're really chill. Like, you're on this wavelength where everything's, like, really level. And, like, you know, people always look at me and, and tell me that I'm really relaxed or whatever. And the truth is I'm not yeah. in my mind. Like, I <laughs> am all over the place. But right. uh, to other people, I apparently come across that way. So I like the idea of level head because, for one, when you're talking about audio, levels is the most important thing to know about recording audio. And right. level head is, like, kind of what people think about me or they think, like, you have a level head. So it's like, a you know, it's a play on words and all that kind of stuff, which I know you can appreciate because you like writing lyrics and raps and shit like uh, that. I am a wordsmith motherfucker. Uh, All right. yeah. Well, there, there's the name, which is a great name. I actually like that you changed it to Level Head Audio rather than Level Head Podcasting. But why don't you tell the viewers what it's about? What is it all about? So really what I'm starting off doing is recording podcasts. And the question I always get asked is, what is the podcast going to be about? Which <laughs> I understand. Okay, that's the first question you ask. But really... What is the podcast going to be about? That's the question I'm going to reflect back to you, whoever's asking right. that, because I'm here to assist those who want to make a podcast, make their podcast. And that means you want to know how to record? All right, I'm going to show up and I'm going to record you. Or maybe you don't want me to record you because you don't want to pay me for that. You want to record yourself? All right, well, here's the equipment you need. 
but then you get to the point where you're like, oh, all this editing stuff is too much. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just need you to do it. Luke, here you go. Here's my shit. And I'm going to edit it and give you a finished product. But then there's the step of like, okay, well, how am I going to take this podcast that has been recorded and edited and turn it in to a finished, completed product and get it out so that people can look at it on their phones. They can find it on Stitcher. They can find it on iTunes podcast. They can find it on Google Play. I have the answer for you. And that's what Level Ahead Podcasting is here to do is help people every step of the way with making their podcasts. Um, and that's pretty much the main focus of the business. Although I do plan to, in the future, offer additional services like showing up with a PA system at events and helping them have a good sound because I go to a lot of events where it's clear that there's not an audio person there. There's just people who knew how right. to set up speakers. They knew how to set up a mixer, but they're getting horrible feedback problems with their mic or it's way too loud or they didn't put a pop filter on their mic and it sounds like shit. Um, and so I'm going to offer those services of just being like, just that's just like the traditional audio guy type of thing. And right. this other thing that I'm pretty excited about is uh, live streaming audio because Facebook and Instagram and all these services now offer the feature of doing a live stream directly from your phone, which is awesome. Uh, it's fucking cool. Anybody can do it. So you can live stream your event and that way people who weren't able to make it, maybe they can tune in and see what it's all about. But people don't ever have good audio on their live streams. So right. I know exactly what equipment you need to hook up to your phone or your iPad or your Android or whatever it is that you're streaming with and make sure that you do have mics and you do have a mixer. So let's make sure that audio that sounds great in person <laughs> gets to the actual live stream watchers. So that's kind of the, the whole deal. Um, but it's mostly podcasting, but that's why I changed it to level head audio is because I want to be able to branch out and do anything exactly. audio related just because i mean i know i know about that shit so there it is in a nutshell level head audio boom uh insert marketing clip here if anybody needs any podcasting business or anything you should probably go ahead and hit up a uh, level head audio uh his <laughs> number is uh i don't know it's like instagram yeah uh, i don't have Turner. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have any of that shit set up yet, but I'm I'm getting there. It's on the way. The wild style, wild style. Elevate and drop the ego Eyes low, it's cold out below zero Not a superhero, not normal But what's the norm, so I'm a weirdo Lay my head on the pillow Gripping on the rose Thorns making me bleed, need to narrow This ain't no bomba, no marinero More like a pistoletto Supreme like a pharaoh Marksman, bow and arrow To my sombrero, with finesse Gentlemen, caballero Drink the bottle till it's empty On my Jack Sparrow, shit So let the rip Electrified liquid, so take a trip. Be humble, or you gon' slip. Chip on your shoulder, gotta get that fix. Don't fumble, so where's the grip? Study, study, raise your knowledge, flip the script. Three wishes, and I'm your genie, let me assist. Yeah, yeah. I beat the steel, oh, of how it go. Yeah. The neck turning, 
slow, any Pablo, for all that I know, puffin' reefer smoke, keep me medicated and heavily sedated, one love, fucking hatred, yeah, I slow, any Pablo, for all that I know, puffin' reefer smoke, keep me medicated and heavily sedated, one love, fucking hatred, And you have to look at all the, the propaganda and all the marketing in the fucking world, too. You know, if there's a fucking billboard and it has some sexy-ass girl and, you know, fucking a thong and a bra from Victoria's Secret, girls see that and say, oh, if I bought that, I'm going to look like that. That's what goes through their fucking mind. We're brainwashed by propaganda. And so and so they buy, oh, this famous person has a Louis Vuitton $1,000 purse. If I get that purse, I'm going to be like them. I don't. No. I don't think it's that direct, though. I think that it's a lot I think more. It's in there. I think it's. I I agree with what you're saying, but I think that it's so much more subtle. It's not like we look at a ad and we go, "That is going to make me like if I, you know, if I wear Calvin I, well, and Klein underwear, I'm gonna look <laughs> like that." No, nobody it's fucking not, thinks that. It's, it's it's not like it's not like you say that though. That's what they're getting at, basically, and it, it works. It works. That's how they fucking are doing it. But I mean, it's so hard in America in this day and age not to buy shit when shit's thrown in your face. Buy this, get this. You yeah. need this. You should probably buy this. Have you heard that quote? Have you heard that quote by Banksy about? Um, you shouldn't be it's it's basically about how you shouldn't feel bad about tagging is kind of what it's getting at or you shouldn't feel bad about putting your art out in the public where people can see it on public property because all these corporations have forced themselves in front of your eyeballs since you were a baby uh and without your permission you did not allow coca-cola to advertise to you all the goddamn time and put themselves in front of you and put their marketing schemes in front of your eyes. You didn't allow that, but they get to do that all the time. So you shouldn't feel bad about going out and putting your art out there in front of the world and when every single corporation in the United States and the right. world is trying to sell you things 24-7. And that's funny that you bring up Banksy saying that because the whole referencing that I just did about Billboard and shit, that was Kid Olt. And he goes after, he's a crazy motherfucker, man. And he goes to the Louis Vuitton fucking stores, puts paint in a fire extinguisher, and the entire fucking 20-foot building, he just tags Kittle over the whole entire top of it. He attacks the big mainstream brands because of that exact same reason, and I love it. It's fucking street justice. What's up? Yo, I'm going to read this quote if you want. It's not very long. It's like two paragraphs. I found it. People are taking the piss out of you every day. They butt into your life, take a cheap shot at you, and then disappear. They leer at you from tall buildings and make you feel small. They make flippant comments from buses that imply you're not sexy enough and that all the fun is happening somewhere else. They are on TV making your girlfriend feel inadequate. They have access to the most sophisticated technology the world has ever seen, and they bully you with it. They are the advertisers, and they are laughing at you. You, however, are forbidden to touch them, Trademarks, intellectual property rights, and copyright law mean advertisers can say what they like wherever they like with total impunity. Fuck that. Any advert in a public space that gives you no choice whether to see it not or not is yours. It's yours to take, rearrange, and reuse. You can do whatever you like with it. 
Asking permission is like asking to keep a rock someone just threw at your head. You owe companies nothing, less than nothing. You especially don't owe them any courtesy. They owe you. They have rearranged the world to put themselves in front of you. They never ask for your permission. Don't even start asking for theirs. That's Banksy. Oh, man, that's, that is amazing. For those that don't know, Banksy is an amazing street artist that goes around. He does stencils. Even if you don't like graffiti, I guarantee you've liked some of his shit. I've seen people bitch about graffiti, and then they show me a picture, and it's his shit. He's super big. I think he got really big in England, but no, yeah, well, that's Banksy where he's, that's is where he's the from. shit. And, well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> he's super big in England, but that's where he's from. <laughs> no, and that quote, just, man, dude, dope as shit. He actually got a lot of shit because he uses stencils. and Whatever. And while you're tagging shit, there used to be back in the day a whole thing. Like, if you use stencils, you're a toy. Not with him, though. You see his shit? He, and he's creative, too. He's done a lot more than just stencils. He's done, like, art. Like, he did a bunch of street cones and this giant ball, like a giant mace, just in front of the street. <laughs> in the street. It was dope as shit. But that's enough democratic fucking... Not even democratic. That's enough Political? talking about... Advertisement? Yes, there you go. So, uh, I think, I think it's time to ask some questions, motherfucker. <laughs> What you got, man? Would you rather sneeze every three minutes or always have the sensation to sneeze but never do? Oh, God. I'd rather sneeze every three minutes. <laughs> Me too, man. I hate that feeling of sneezing and not sneezing. Oh, God. I can't stand it. It literally pisses me off. Anytime that I look at the sun, I sneeze like <laughs> five times. Like I'll sneeze, look up at it again, sneeze. <laughs> And it happens five times. I can't get past five. Does that really happen to you? Yeah, dude. Well, next time you walk outside, just look at the sun and see if you sneeze. I'm not the only one. I thought it was weird. It's 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 a common thing. It's you a shouldn't. Thing. You shouldn't really look at the sun though. Like it's not. It's good. only for a brief second. It's like, oh, sun, sneeze. <laughs> I, instead of the sun, it's more like bright lights. If you stare at bright light. But enough about fucking sneezing. All right, motherfucker. Uh, burps for you. And now, would you rather live in the Doctor Who universe or live in the Star Wars universe? Oh, shit. Unfortunately, this is going to be easy for me because I really haven't watched Doctor Who. Oh, shit. All right. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Have you? Man, if, if you watch Doctor Who, this would be a really tough question. <laughs> I feel like Star Wars is pretty superior, though. Um, Star Wars is, but the Doctor... Like, Doctor like Who's Doctor only Who, cool if you just, are he, Doctor Who. No, he just... Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying, right, if you're Doctor Who, you shapeshift and fucking just change dimensions and shit. It's fucking crazy. Well, okay, but they're not saying that. They're saying, would you rather live in the Doctor Who universe or the Star Wars universe? 
but they're not saying, would you rather be Doctor Who or Obi-Wan Kenobi? You see what I'm saying? Okay, well, now you're just overthinking it. You don't know who... Uh, you never seen Doctor Who. You can't answer the question. But it would be Star, <laughs> it would be Star Wars for me. Guaranteed. fucking dude. Well, he, here's another would you rather that I'm coming up with right now. Would you rather be a Sith or would you rather be a Jedi? Oh, oh. damn. Well, what you gonna do? I think I'm going with Sith. And here's, yep, me too. <laughs> here's the main reason. Uh, because I don't like things that are um, religious and restrictive of freedom in nature. It seems like the Sith are free. Yep. Like, the Sith can do whatever the fuck they want. The Jedi have stupid rules that make zero sense. That's why yeah, Anakin ended up going into becoming Darth Vader anyways, because he fell in love, and he was like, hmm, why the fuck can't a Jedi... I fall in love. It doesn't make any sense. Obviously, there Maybe. was more to it than that, but like, I'm just saying, fucking, the Sith are free, the Jedi are <laughs> religious, and you know how I am with religion. All right, let's talk about some funny shit, though. What, man, what do you think about fucking duplicate tattoos when someone literally, they pull up a picture on Google of somebody's tattoo and they go, I want this one. What do you think about that? I think it's fucking stupid, man. Come on. Well, I'll just refer to my own tattoo artist who I'm getting a tattoo from uh, maybe just under two weeks from now. And uh, his name is Nick Harrington. Shout out, Nick Harrington. His whole thing is like, I will not tattoo somebody else's shit. Um, oh, his, uh, his Instagram is at bio organic, N-I-C-K, bio shout out organic. Um, he's doing a sick ass undead skeleton over a crystal ball. I'm getting that on my front, my forearm in less than two weeks. But yeah, that's his whole deal is like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do Pinterest tattoos. Don't bring in a tattoo and expect me to replicate what you're bringing in. I only want to do something that I draw myself and uh, he actually gives discounts to people who will let him be creative and draw what the fuck he wants. Because that's his whole thing. From a, from a tattoo artist's perspective, like, don't get what somebody else wants. And just to answer your question, like, yeah, I think it's complete bullshit. Why would you want a tattoo that somebody else got? That being said, there are certain things that other people are going to just have naturally. Like, like if I want to get a... If I want to get a tattoo of uh, something from a video game, because I really love that video game, right. that's one thing. You know what I mean? But you should at least try and like make it unique. Well, see, I have them in my notes here. <laughs> I have, like, there are common tattoos, like maybe a band logo, a video game logo. You know, that's under that's understandable. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when it's like, a specific fucking thing like oh this person has this fucking this uh this face with the fucking name on it and i want it exactly the fucking same as this tat like they literally show you a picture of someone's arm with that tattoo like why would you even want it like you know someone else has it uh-huh i mean I, ha I have my fresh till death tattoo and that was just the logo for a skate tour i still did it different though i didn't do the words the same I didn't do the fucking hat the same. I did it all different colors, and everything was a just a little off. Same thing, a little different. Yeah, that's what you can do, though. Like, if you, I think what you should do is you should use the internet for inspiration for your tattoo, and then you should figure out how to make it original and make it yours. And that's what you do. Like, you can be like, oh, that's a cool tattoo. I want something like that. But don't say, I want exactly. that exactly. Just fucking change it up a little bit. Be like, 
okay, that's cool. I want something, but I want I want it to be like this. And really talk to your tattoo artist. And if you have a good tattoo artist, they're going to come up with their own shit. And, like, that's what's cool about this guy, Nick, is, like, <clears throat> um, like Haley wanted a... Her first tattoo was a rose on her arm. And uh, she, she knew what she wanted. She went in, and she kind of had this idea in her head of what she wanted. And she told him. She did the consultation, and he was like, all right, cool. He ended up drawing something that was kind of what she wanted but also a little bit more his style and uh right. bigger than she wanted and whatever a bunch of shit like it wasn't exactly what she wanted she ended up getting it anyways and it is sick dude it's such a good tattoo and that's kind of like you kind of got to trust your tattoo artist and like allow them to be a part of what's happening because they're the artist you're the canvas so you got to really like you got to kind of work with them. Don't be super rigid in what you want. If they're saying like, you shouldn't get it here because it's not big enough or you need to get it bigger or you can't have that because it's going to look shitty. Listen to your tattoo artist and find a tattoo artist who's willing to tell you that shit and tell you like, I don't want to do what everybody else has done. I don't want to replicate a tattoo and I don't want to do what your idea is because it sucks. Find a tattoo artist who's going to do that. Because you're getting that shit on your body for your whole goddamn life. Make sure it's good. Make sure it's original and all that. For me, it's like, if I have an idea for a tattoo, I, I want them. Like, say I brought in one of my drawings, and I was like, I want this. This is what I want. I would tell them, like, change it however you want to change it. Make it fucking cool. Like, And if I could just go into a tattoo artist and be like, hey, can you draw this for me? Draw me some dope shit and give them an idea. I want them to fucking come up with some cool shit you know what i mean rather than just seeing some shit off the internet it's a collaboration almost like between you and and that's kind of why you got to find your artist somebody who you know is kind of on the same page as you where you can go in and be like this is my idea i want you to figure out how that fits into your style and that's what's so cool about tattoo artists having like instagram accounts and stuff now too is you can go through and see all their everything they've done I mean, they always had the books and stuff. But yeah, you can go look through and be like, oh, I really like this person's style. I'm going to try and get a tattoo of what my idea is in their style. And that's where it's really going to be cool and unique is when you get that collaboration between your idea, their idea, and then here, boom, we go through it. And I'm super stoked, dude, to get this tattoo. I think I showed it to you. Uh, Oh, yeah, you showed me, and it is sick. For those of you that don't know, this this shit maybe we'll we'll post a picture somewhere probably on the real stasis it is fucking sick sitting in a large room one side of the cell is dimly lit by a crack of light coming in there are two of you in this place which smells damp and dank and dirty you hear the sounds of rats (laughs) running (laughs) you try to escape and move to flee but you realize 
that you are chained exactly. to the wall. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're both chained. You, Dante, are a uh, quite large troll, which has been locked down here in the dungeon for quite some time. Uh, your name is Trogdor, and you have uh, been on many adventures, but you suggested killing. You suggested killing some people to. Uh, the god of the game and he suggested that that should not be a good idea so he locked you down here you zach are a uh dragonborn bard they've <laughs> taken away your instruments uh though they have not taken away your ability to freestyle and cast a dope insult at your enemies to make them if i forget up. my lightning breath you hear the sound of uh, uh a guard in the next room and he, he's talking to his buddy and he's like you see that dragonborn, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, that's all. That's all I'm in the room. Well, uh, I'm going to take a shit. Uh, I'm going to take this loot that he brought along. I'm going to take it right now. And I'm going to go sell it. What do you do? Either of you. What, you're locked. You're locked. You're chained up. Okay? So what are you going to do, Trogdor? Firstly, I'm going to say fuck you. Let us go. We are gay. Homosexuality is a crime in the kingdom of Daxios. <laughs> but I'm a troll. Troll, a homosexual troll will not be taken kindly by the people of Daxios. So, what do you do, though? What Are you going to try and escape, though? Like, all right, I'm, I'm done doing the voice. All right, I'm done doing the fucking voice. Oh, what are you going to do, though? I want to know what you're going to do. How do you, what's your first idea? Like, you have a little bit of uh, room on the end of this chain. Like, you can... It's not like you're like shackled to the wall, but you have some room on the chain. Is it a sex sex chain, or what? It feels a little uh, like sticky. So there's a little bit of stickiness on it. So <laughs> you you might get that impression, although you don't know exactly what the stickiness is from. First thing I do is assume that it is a sex chain, and that they're gonna hurt horribly, like torture me sexually. And then I'm gonna, I don't know. I think. It, I would say, Zach, what does Zach do? Because I just, I probably would just you be just like, met yeah, him, and his name fuck. is Malachi, and your name is Trogdor. Pass it off to Malachi. Well, I'm going to definitely use that little bit of slack in my chain to, to back away from this homosexual <laughs> troll. <laughs> and then after I get done with that, I'm going to spit a dope freestyle that the guards like, and then they get me out of them shackles, and then they like me so much, so they just let me leave. All right, spit two bars about getting out of the dungeon. Well, shit. <laughs> shit just got interesting. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what you say. Well, give me a beat. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I woke up, don't know where I am Oh shit, man, I'm in chains again I see two guards just fucking sitting there Like, hey, y'all too, yo, 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 come over here Yo, I mean, how is your day? What the fuck you been doing? What do you gotta say? They said I hate this job, man I gotta kill people I don't know what they're doing, man I am not evil I said, man, ain't that some fuck-ass shit? He said, yeah, man, but I got a wife and kids I said, yo, you could do it, you don't need this And then he's like, yo, right, man Let me get you out of this uh. Success. <laughs> it's pretty. You good. don't even have to roll. Like, <laughs> you did, that got you out of it. <laughs> that was actually pretty. Yeah. 
All right, so for the uh, the guard unlocks you, and he's actually so stoked about the rap that he just lets you go too. The yeah. healer, so he lets both of you guys go, and he actually he directs you to uh, your 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 few belongings that each of you has. So as you guys uh, come out of the dungeon, you see uh, you're hit by light that kind of blinds you for a second, and you have this kind of like vision of white because it's all you can see because you've been in this dark dungeon for so long. You are immediately greeted by a halfling. <laughs> Oi. You. You that. Dragon. What? <laughs> you, and your, you and your gay friend here are <laughs> come along. Come along with me and get a job. Looks like you just got out of the joint. First off, <laughs> I don't know this guy. Second off, do you sell crack? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to sell crack? Great way to make money. Great way. I'm Larry, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you coming or not? I'm gonna smack that halfling in the mouth. All right, roll the d20 to oh, see if man. you to see if you hit him. Well, he's probably quick, huh? 18. You smacked him. Alright. How about this? I want you to roll this die. If you roll a 1, 2, or 3, you smacked him a little bit. He didn't like it, but you got your point across. 4, 5, or 6, you're actually gonna... Uh, something's gonna happen. I kill him. <laughs> I shoot lightning out of my mouth. 2. Two. You smacked him. Shit. He looks back up at you and draws his dagger and attacks. Give me that. Give me that D20. Give me that D20, boy. He kind of, like you dodge out of the way. The The knife shoots past you. Now, Trogdor, you're going to get a chance to respond to what's happening right now. Yeah. I fucking hit that guy. I hit that dude that's hitting. Roll that D20. Okay. 11, uh, so you actually bring your big-ass club down and smash the ground next to this halfling. Now, he he looks scared now because he kind of uh, realizes that he shouldn't have attacked both of you, a big-ass dragonborn and a big-ass troll, so he's going to start to turn tail and run. He's running away, Zach. You have a bow, Malachi. Do you choose to shoot him in the back? Or or let him run, yeah, because he's learned his lesson. I'm gonna let him run so he can tell the scary tale of a homosexual troll and a dragonborn bard. He <laughs> runs away and tells the tale. Get our reputation and up. Thus begins. This went from a political podcast to a D and D podcast this, real quick. This thus begins the journey of Trogdor and uh, Malachi. So I'm a cool cat, not average on the boom bat. Causing damage, yeah, I'm savage, fatality, mortal combat. On my timeline, bring it back like a throwback. In the octagon, now it's time to attack. Time to explode, you falling apart while I'm attacked. <laughs> Simple with the words, but the meaning is abstract. Linguistics, in fact, the way I communicate. Hit you with the rhyme, and your bones, they break. Horror film, you start to shake. Nightmare, now you awake. Awoke when I sleep, I'm the shepherd, you a sheep. 
So at peace with myself, they call me Buddha. Dancing in these shadows with these ninja-like maneuvers. Sharpshooter with my third eye. Divine frequency, my supply. A motor, cause my soul never dies. Divine frequency, my supply. A motor, cause my soul never dies. Never, ever. Celebrate when I win. Learn when I lose. Never hit the snooze. Smoke the green, cause I got the blues. Find the light from within. The end is where it all begins. Do good, but I sin. Trying to seek the balance. Celebrate when I win. Learn when I lose. Never hit the snooze. Smoke the green, cause I got the blues. Find the light from within. Where it all begins, do good, but I sin. Try to seek the balance. So I focus on the vision, start to meditate. Smoking on the potent, soon enough I start to levitate. No longer in the human state of mind, separated from you. Three eyes open, I'm no longer blind. Reframed and redesigned, my cognitive, it's innovated. Bad habits I've eliminated, no longer incarcerated. At peace, I'm liberated, enlightened, illuminated. What you observing, how you're learning, I'm self-aware Blessed with the consciousness, living autonomous in my mind Living divine, refrain from the negativity At least I try positive and negative Yeah, it's all intertwined, so align your view First, second, and third Getting fed lies from the news Government they abuse and people so confused Hypnotizing glued to the screen No longer human beings becoming technology Repeating the history, they live in a fallacy Not in reality, polluted, I can't breathe No oxygen, cardiac arrest, I'm diseased Celebrate when I win Learn when I lose Never hit the snooze Smoke the green cause I got the blues Find the light from within The end is where it all begins Do good but I sin Trying to seek the balance Celebrate when I win Learn when I lose Never hit the snooze Smoke the green cause I got the blues Find the light from within The end is where it all begins Do good but I sin Trying to seek the balance you rather own a lightsaber or know the ways of the force who fucking definitely know the ways of the force i mean i agree with you completely anybody can swing a fucking lightsaber around and cut shit in half but if you don't know the force you can't do all the cool shit even if you had a lightsaber, but you didn't know the ways of the force, you'd be kind of useless with it. Like the whole reason to ha- like the whole fucking reason they use lightsabers is because they are really good with the force. They wouldn't be good with lightsabers if they didn't have the force. Well, and that's like these new uh, these new movies. It's like fucking she just like picked up a lightsaber and she was just going after motherfuckers. It's like, come on, man! I thought you had to, like know the force to even fucking hold one of them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, she does know the ways of the Force, though. Well, not very good, in my <laughs> opinion. Imagine if fucking... Imagine if lightsabers were real. 
We'd have motherfuckers be like, no, we need to ban these lightsabers. They're fucking dangerous. <laughs> same fucking thing. Yeah. The same fucking thing. It'd be thing. like, <clears throat> assault lightsabers are banned, but you can <laughs> have regular lightsabers. No, it, it would be like it'd be like the red ones. Yeah, the red ones, exactly. <laughs> the green ones are good. <laughs> no more red lightsabers. The red ones always kill people. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then there would be the other side being like, lightsabers don't kill people. Siths do. <laughs> That's the Taliban. It's Taliban of Sith, apparently. Luke, if you change one thing in your life, what would you change? Answer that question while I look for another would you rather. Wait, what? If you could change one thing in your life, in your entire lifetime, what would you change? Being born. I would just so cut that out. Completely. You just would you just wouldn't even exist? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's a shitty fucking thing to change. No, I mean I didn't I didn't ask to be brought into this world. <laughs> God, you that that sounds selfish to me. Like fuck this, I don't wanna be here. You ask fuck my family. You ask fuck my family, fuck everybody. I'm out. If you had to look like one of the Batman villains from Nalan's trilogy would you rather no, be Nolan? Bane? Christopher Nolan? Yeah, Nolan's trilogy. Uh-huh. Would you rather be Bane, wearing a mask that hides most of your face for life? Uh-huh. Or be the Joker, showing your face, but with crazy scars and face paint? This is purely about looks, though, right? Not necessarily being the character. Uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's purely about looks. Um... I don't know. Bane is ripped, and that's seems... just your face, boy. It's just my face. Just your face. So would I rather have the uh, why so serious scars or a mask that covers and, most of my and, face and face paint and face paint and face paint? Uh, hmm. What mask? Hmm. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I guess. I'd probably go with, I think I'm going with the Joker scars just because it seems like not very fun to have a goddamn mask on your face all the time. What if that mask makes you sound like Bane? Well, what are, <laughs> <laughs> in that no, case, I'd, I'd, I would change. I, I would, in all honesty, I, I would go with the fucking Joker because at least that way you look somewhat. I mean, the Joker never looks scary, but neither did Bane. I like Bane to, was just—I like to kiss a bitch every once in a while. You know, <laughs> the Joker can still kiss a bitch. Bane cannot. I can't, I can't take this mask off. I cannot I will kiss die. you. <laughs> <laughs> I will die if I take this off. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that. That seems like yeah. a pretty shitty weakness to have. Like, what if fucking? I mean, how does that mask even work? Well, he he was he was shoved in a hole for his whole life with a bunch of guys. He don't care about women, apparently. The Joker, however, he's probably fucking bitches left and right, and then just guys fucking. You know what's funny? Nobody knows how the Joker actually got them scars. He has like he says it in the movie, but he yeah. says every time he says it, it's a different story. Yeah. So how did he really get those scars? Here's what happened. That's what I want to know. Here's what happened. He, uh, when he was a kid, and one of his friends was like, "Can you?" Or no, this is this is the Joker story. When I was a kid, 
I I tried to see if I could fit my whole fist in my mouth, and I did, <laughs> and my fist got stuck. So I had a I had a little toy plane that had sharp wings on it. So I used it to cut my face open so I could get my hand out of my mouth. That's not what happened. That's <laughs> not what happened. I stole that from somewhere. I don't even know. Some I heard All it right. from a like I heard it from a friend in high school. I he got it from some other thing online, but yeah. <laughs> well, you and your fucking friend are wrong because that's not what happened. Okay. Come on, man. Don't, don't make the Joker sound like a dumbass. Come on. He's, he's, a, he's a cool <laughs> guy, man. Come on, man. I mean... Yeah, he's like this st- and that's why he's, like, killing people is because... <laughs> no, he was... He, he was... He's killing motherfuckers because he's so sad about his childhood, about sticking his fist in his mouth and having to cut it open with a plane. He actually had really good parents, and uh, they were just, like, amazing to him, and they were the best parents ever, but, like, he still fucked up his life by... Once he cut his mouth open with the airplane, they were like, fuck you, you out. Yeah. <laughs> You're not our son. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what happened. And then, and then he just turned evil. It's the parents' fault. It's always the parents' fault. Or right? it could be this. Two of his friends convinced him, hey, you should try and ride this dirt bike, even though you're terrible at motor vehicles. And uh, he he ended up whiskey throttling into a, uh, <laughs> a barbed wire fence, fence and cut his face open. And that's where the scars came from. But that happened twice because one time it happened to him on the right and then the other time it happened again. But that time he, he, he got he cut on the left. Redemption, but that sounds like someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, like somebody I might be familiar with. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was cut in a box and he just had the knife like too close to his face and like it slipped and just sliced his fucking cheek. And then he, uh, he made the same mistake. I did that. I stabbed myself in the hand, so I know how it feels. Don't cut towards yourself. Cut towards your buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That way, that way you're taking them to the hospital as opposed to being the one being taken to the hospital. No, that that's the saying. Don't cut towards your body. Cut towards your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> if you stab him, you're all right. I wish I would have known that. When I stab myself in the hand, cut my fucking tendon in half. That was awesome. It was a good time. Got a nice little scar like the Joker. Uh, you mean like when you cut, you stab yourself in the side with a scalpel? I know th- well, that's what I told everybody at work when that happened. I was like, well, uh, the sad thing is this is not the first time <laughs> I've stabbed myself. <laughs> hey, man, the first time, though, was pretty awesome. Fucking, I'm sitting there. I'm doing my job working. Frenchie's talking all this shit. I was like, well, he's like, you don't shut up. I'm going to stab you. I was like, well, fucking stab me, motherfucker. So he puts the handle to my back and, like, and pretends to stab me. I was like, I was mad. I was like, that's not how you fucking stab someone. Bah! <laughs> Turns out I actually stabbed myself. But his eyes, I will never forget that. <laughs> Things to be proud of. Hey, life. man, I looked, like a, I looked like a badass in that moment. That's not how you stab someone. Stab yourself. <laughs> that's how you do it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, man. That's like something you put stab in me, fucking a movie. Stab me. It's like Ricky Bobby. Like, I am paralyzed. I am so paralyzed. Stab your own legs. <laughs> oh, God, fuck, not really that paralyzed. Shit. Like, uh, and then, of course, you go to the emergency room where your mom works. And she's like, uh, what the fuck? 
are you doing? I was holding like the wound. I was like, <laughs> hey guys, I just stabbed myself. And they're all like, okay, Zach. Oh, ha, ha, ha. So I used to walk in there when my mom worked there. I'd be like, guys, I broke my leg. Where's my mom? Oh, fuck. Uh. <laughs> and then, like, I'm like, I'm just kidding. Where's my mom? <laughs> so, like, they thought I was just joking. I was like, guys, I stabbed myself. Where's, like, I need help. I go, ha, ha, ha. And then, like, I show my hand with blood. And like, oh, shit. <laughs> they didn't believe me. I was like, no, for real. This time, I'm serious. It's <laughs> like, a good, uh, the boy who cried wolf. That's a, a great example. next on our uh itinerary. what were you saying about waylon jennings oh yeah so anyone that knows well you know who, like mama don't let your babies grow yeah. up to be yeah cowboys. famous outlaw fucking country singer his grandson is struggle jennings and he went to prison for a while for selling dope and shit he's one of my fucking all-time favorite rappers for sure but he fucking Snuck a bunch of, didn't sneak people in, but they said it was for an interview. They were going to do an interview, and he shot a music video in prison. And then uh, they started letting him actually record raps inside of prison. Whoa. And he had to fight that for a while, but yeah, they actually started letting him actually record his tracks in prison. And now he's out of prison, and he's doing shit with Jelly Roll called Waylon and Willie, the Waylon and Willie tour. Shout out to that, because it's dope as a motherfucker. Cole Ford, I don't consider... I, I mean, he's a country rapper, but it's like that generic fucking country rap. Struggle and fucking Jelly Roll, that's some actual... And Yellow Wolf as well. That's some fucking country rap shit. A lot of people describe uh, just the new sort of pop style of country as like country rap. But you're talking about actual rap that's from the, the country. Yeah, well, that's the thing with fucking... That's something that pisses me the fuck off is this, this fucking country coming out these days. It's not country at all and when they try to rap over it like yellow wolf says like fucking call me a redneck i'll just tattoo it call yourself a redneck you about as red as the color blue is fucking <laughs> there's this one country song he took lady gaga that fucking you know flow and turned it into a country song air quotes on country like stay in your lane man if you're gonna do fucking country do fucking country if you're gonna rap fucking rap but isn't that how a lot of new styles of music and, like, new breakthroughs have been made? It's just people not staying in their lane and being like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this and well, this. Well, yeah, but see, country these days is just, it's not even country. It's just pop, just pop music. Yeah. And they just have a little twang in their goddamn throat, you know what I'm saying? I think that's probably one of the main problems that happens with all music is that eventually it gets pop popified. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be oh, yeah. heavy metal. It could be country. It could be just, like, rock and roll or any any genre, hip-hop. I mean, that's what you're seeing now with uh, mumble rap and all the bullshit that's been coming out lately is just... I mean, it gets it get, basically gets dumbed down to the lowest common denominator. Like, if you look at what hip-hop is and what the culture and the history is and, and what it means from its roots and how it started and, like, what kind of... You know, how the lyricism came into play... And you just watch it over time, 
it gets down to like it's not about lyrics anymore it's not about a deeper message or anything it just gets down to like party and like a flow that's gonna get people bumping and like a good beat and that's all you need and that's the popification of hip-hop but it happens with every genre and like country is a perfect example well see that's the thing though like you have mumble rap which i hate that's a fucking rage topic there i can go off all day on that shit but then again though you have all these fucking stupid pussy ass little mumble rappers but then you have real rap over here you know you can look up somebody else and you got real rap all country now is just all fucking pop country there's not like there's a maybe a few that are still kind of doing it the right way have you heard uh sturgill simpson huh pretty good i do like like brantley brantley gilbert i like him he's he's good but most of it is just like it's just pop you know yeah Con- well, i mean country music these days it's just pop music just another pop genre like if i could bring back fucking johnny cash Bailey jennings hank williams they'd probably just start shooting motherfuckers <laughs> they're doing this country shit they'd pre- they would fucking they're probably rolling in their graves honestly yeah, and but that's a mumble rap, man. I fucking I can't stand that fucking shit, man. Like, and it gets so big. Like, you got so big off that shit. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And then you have all these other motherfuckers, you know, putting work in with real lyrics, real meanings to their songs, and they ain't even fucking getting noticed. I hate it. Well, that's the same. It's that's it's like, the that's same why exact. Chris, Chris Webby's the fucking shit calling out all the, he's the only rapper so far actually calling out mumble rappers and it's fucking awesome i love it it's the same exact uh dichotomy with mumble rap versus what hip-hop kind of really is and just pop music and then other styles of music like a lot of people can't appreciate heavy metal or whatever uh because they want something like they're like i can't understand the lyrics or like i don't know I don't know. But, like, at the same time, I always feel like I'm just being a fucking hipster. Like, I need to shut the fuck up and stop being like this. Which, at the, at the end of the day, like, I don't give a shit if people like that kind of music. It's totally up to them. I'm just saying that it sucks, and the reason you like it is because you're an idiot. <laughs> well, like, there's been, like, so many times I've heard people be like, oh, I don't really like, like, with hip-hop anyway. Like, oh, I don't really like the song. I just like listening to the beat. Yeah. And that's, I feel like, what mumble rap is. It's not like... You're not trying to listen to music for meaning or anything. You're just trying to have something you can fucking party to. Right. Exactly. Which, I mean, that's cool. You, I, I, guess. I get that. I understand it. It evokes that emotion of like the rhythm that w- makes you want to dance. But really, you're, you're totally right. It's more if it weren't for these producers that were making killer beats, then these mumble rappers would be fucking nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Or like bring. I've seen this fucking freestyle. That a mumble rapper tried to do. Oh my god, it was just the worst fucking thing. Actually, I, I'm gonna fucking do something right now. I'm a fucking, sh- I'm gonna call out any any motherfucking mumble rapper. If you're listening, I hope you are. If there's anyone of them listening, or if you know someone. But would they really call themselves a mumble rapper though? They probably just be like, I'm, a, I'm just a rapper. Like, if you wanna hate oh, on they, my they style, know. then blah blah blah. They know. I'm sure. I. I'm sure they know who I'm talking about, though. They know. Like, if you if you fucking... They know who the big mumble rappers are. If they have that style, come fucking freestyle battle me. Please. 
shoot me a DM on Instagram, at Z underscore Will, motherfucker. We'll set something up, and I'll slay you. Freestyle. I won't even write nothing. You gotta prove that it's a freestyle, though. There has to be, like, a referee, like, here's your topic, this is your rules, here you go. You know what I mean? Because people will come, come in with written shit. Oh, no, I've heard, I heard the guy, I'll give him props because he tried to freestyle, but it was absolutely fucking terrible. When you just say four things in your song the whole time, you know, you don't have lyrics. Rappers going off the top these days is hard to find. You don't find people going off the top. Yeah. Even on those Sway interviews, a lot of times you can tell that, like, it's not real freestyle. You know what I mean? Well, see, this is the thing. The thing that people, artists do, like, anytime you go online... And you type in, you know, artist, whoever the artist is, and then freestyle. It's not a freestyle. It's just shit they wrote and they're spitting, but they're never going to actually put it out on a fucking, you know, they write it while they're there in the studio and then they fucking spit it. It's not off the top fucking freestyle like it used to be. Yeah. It's shit they wrote, but they're not going to, you know, put it in a fucking in their album or on a song or anything it's also kind of like a gray area or hard it's hard to define what's freestyle and what's not because sometimes people consider it a a freestyle if like yeah it's written but like it's the first time you've ever heard the beat or you know everybody pulls Mm -hmm. from shit they've written before even when you are freestyling like you'll say a line that you've written in a song that just happened to fit but like that is freestyling if you're just piecing like a couple bars together into the flow you were already doing Um, but also purely just coming off, coming up with it off the top. But people will say it's freestyling. I think I've heard a lot of people say that freestyling is just when you haven't heard the beat or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I always do off, like off when the I dome. Say freestyle, I say off the top freestyle. Yeah, out the dome, off the top. And the only people, the only like big rappers that I've heard do it, I know recognize. He did the Five Fingers of Death, which is on Sway. Where they change the beat. There's five different beats, and you have to consistently just rap over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I know Chris Webby. He do, he went off the top a few times. His is fucking super good. It wasn't on Sway, but it was on uh, another one of those. I think you might have showed me the video. There's one with Kendrick Kendrick Lamar oh, where yeah, they have they the, cards, the cards, and yeah. he fucking murders that shit. Mm-hmm. So that's like okay, that's a person who really can do real lyricism, and like is actually a musical genius, not somebody who can just like spit on a beat. Well, I feel like I feel like any good rapper can freestyle. Hey, what up, guys? Thanks for listening to the Real Stasis Podcast, episode three. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, there's a few ways that you guys can help us and support us. One, just review us on iTunes, man. Tell us what you think. Leave a comment, what we can improve on, what you'd like to hear. And tell people, you know, tell everybody, tell everybody you know. We also want to hear from you guys, too. So hit us up, and we'll give you a shout-out in the next episode coming very soon. So if you want to get in touch with us to do that, just hit us up on Instagram at TheRealStasis. You can also hit up at LucasCTurner or at Z underscore Wheel. And in this episode, in every episode, we're going to feature music from you know local producers, rappers, bands. In this episode, we featured Violent by Nature with Lobotomy, Dope. We got Andy Pablo with Wild Style and Cool Cat, Sixth Fuck. 
We got Lawyer, aka Moi, with Nice and Slow, Think About It, and Well I Like That, Dopeness. We got The Passion Hi-Fi with Nuts. And by the way, you can find all these tracks by checking out the SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash therealstasis. Anything that we have in the podcast, we will repost onto that. If you want to get your music featured, well, send us a fucking email, guys. Shoot it over to therealstasis at gmail.com. Got a few shout-outs for this episode. Shout-out to Dante for playing Trogdor the Troll. And shout-out to Corey, man. He's one of our first listeners. He always listens. Dope as shit. That's about it, guys. So fucking don't forget to subscribe. Tell your friends. And tune in next week. Episode 4 coming soon. Peace. Uh, uh.